Contract to Enterprise. Lock on transporters. Beam is up. Scotty. Welcome to Pod Me Up, Scotty, a podcast where we rewatch all of Star Trek in chronological order. I'm Andrea, and this is... Oshin, hello. <laughs> hello. Uh, today we're discussing the fourth episode, Unexpected. The summary is after helping to repair the warp drive on board a Cerulean ship, Trip notices a strange bulging on his arm. I have so many thoughts. I want you to go first. Okay. So I am not warming to Trip at the moment, mm -hmm. I have to be honest. He's very annoying in this episode. Uh, he's a bit whiny. I mean, he's a fuck boy. Yeah, I know. Obviously. And literally in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Especially But in this episode. Yeah, I'm struggling to warm to Trip at the moment. And again, I think I remember not particularly liking this episode the first time I watched it. Not not liking it, but it wasn't one that I was like, oh yeah, I'll definitely rewatch that. It was an interesting episode. But yeah, I mean, it's nothing to, to write home about. Okay. Are you done with your first impression? I'm done. Okay. I have so many, so many thoughts. First of all, I love the fact that it's trip-centric, yeah. if only for the fact that I'm seeing his face. Mm -hmm. I don't particularly enjoy the episode itself. I feel like it's... I mean, I don't want to say rapey, because the alien doesn't do it with the intention of getting him pregnant. But it's kind of rapey, because he's over there, and she does something that usually impregnates the males of her species. And she doesn't know if it's going to work on him, right? So it could happen, but she never tells him, like, this is a ritual that we make when we like someone. It's like, oh, this is a game we play. Your favorite food is catfish, which is very ironic that the food is catfish and he's been tricked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hadn't caught that before. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so it's a little bit rapey. Also, I like the some aspects of trips pregnancy but at the same time it is kind of making fun of women who are pregnant and have food cravings um are more emotional like for example him wanting more food i get it like you're eating for two and you can be hungrier but the part on the elevator it's like oh so you're an emotional mess and i understand that You know, if men got pregnant, they would act like that because at the end of the day, they, it's a mix of hormones and, you know, hormones can make you more emotional or different than you are normally. But it does feel a little bit patronizing in that way towards pregnant women. So it's a, it's a bag of mixed emotions with this one because I do enjoy seeing him, but I don't enjoy the origin of the pregnancy, it's a little bit non-con for my taste. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking that as well. I was watching the episode, I was thinking, this is probably 
sexist than how it's portraying his pregnancy. But yet, it's really interesting because obviously, Trip is a man. And so they're saying, oh yeah, but a man would actually go through the exact same thing. But yet it still feels a bit iffy just in how humorous it's all portrayed. And obviously, they're not the first show to do this. There's obviously other content that's made fun of pregnancy and the effect that it has on women. But yeah, it does seem a bit, I think degrading is a bit harsh, but it does a bit kind of downplaying the actual seriousness of pregnancy and upplaying the comedic aspects of it. Like there are several moments where you can see Archer kind of covering his face because he's laughing at how ridiculous Trip is being. And certainly if this episode had been about, if Trip had been a, a female character, this episode definitely wouldn't go down as well because of that. And so it's a question of, do they get away with it because he's male? And I feel like you're definitely on the side of, no, they don't. And I kind of have to concede to you on that as, you know, the 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 woman uh, who's saying <laughs> this from her perspective. <laughs> Thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's no point in me going, yeah, but, because... You know, I'm not going to mansplain to you why no, it is funny, Andrea. Stop being, stop taking it so seriously. You, I mean, you can find it funny. Personally, in my day-to-day life, I am a firm believer that not every humor is acceptable. And I don't like black humor. I don't think humor should be punching down. It should be punching up. So that's where I stand personally. Uh, however, I understand that certain things may be funny, even though you know that they are problematic. And it's good that if you find something funny, you can admit that, okay, it's funny, but it's problematic. Or it could be problematic in this case, because it's a thing that we are never going to experience, having a cis man getting pregnant uh, with an alien life form. We're not going to experience that, at least on our time, uh, current time. So it's potentially problematic. And another thing that is, I think... You did say exactly why I think it's not dealt with correctly, and it's because basically he's the punch of the joke. He's made to be... I mean, he Trip is the, a comedic relief on the series, but in this case, I think he should have been dealt with a level of seriousness that if it had been a woman getting pregnant by a male or an, a, a female alien, I think it should have it would have been dealt much more seriously um, because then it would have been more rapey even. But because he's a man, it's not dealt with that respect that it deserves because he basically got, he went there to work. The person that he was working with was nice to him and showed him around and he came home with a pregnancy that he didn't look for. Sure, he is a fuck boy and he likes flirting and he likes as she said, he likes when people find him attractive. I don't think that is basis for unwanted pregnancy. <laughs> um, and then when he comes back and Phlox, Archer, and Tapol are there in sick bay with him, it's like, oh, you couldn't keep your hands to yourself. Like, that's victim blaming. And if that was reversed, uh, and if Trip was a woman, that would have been a great no-no because that is what we are told when we are sexually assaulted and raped and violated 
that is like, what did you do? What were you wearing? What did you say? Uh, you were not professional enough or whatever. And I think they just got away with it because it was 2000s. But if that were to come out today, it would have been a much bigger issue. I think this episode could air today, but it would have been completely different because the, the, the plot of the episode, I think, would have been the non-consensual pregnancy that he's forced to carry. The first thing that he says is like, can we get it out without harming it? And I think that says a lot about Trip because I would have been like, kill it. Cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that bitch. Um, yeah. And that's, well, my personal opinion again. But um, like, yeah, so I think the episode, again, I like it because it's strip. But the plot of it, I think, was a little bit... Mm. Yeah, I agree. And while you were talking, I was listening, but I did look up the episode um, just to see who wrote it. And it was written by two men. Um, so I think that says it all. But yeah, as you were saying, I completely agree about comedy shouldn't punch down. I don't, I'm not a fan of that comedy. And if you look at the humor in this episode, I agree that if it was done today, the humor would be kind of in maybe satirizing maybe men's view of women during pregnancy. Whereas this is just playing into that. The joke is that Trip is pregnant and acting like a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that is problematic. <laughs> yeah. Like, there, when Archer is like, oh, you you should keep wearing civilian clothes to hide the bump. Yeah. Like, that, it's like, hide, it's like, hide your shame. Again, you can take this episode as face value and be like, haha, funny, <laughs> you know, yeah. funny behavior. You don't know how aliens reproduce and haha, you got pregnant. And that's what the episode I think wanted to do at the time, like, oh, haha, funny, the fuck boy yeah. got messed up, haha. <laughs> but when you dig into it, and I think this is very important because, as we said in prior episodes, Star Trek has always been like ahead of its time, and I don't think that they meant anything sexist with this episode when it came out. But it obviously, when you look back, there's always things that you are like oh i see the good intentions or i see that there, there's no bad intentions but we grow and we learn and as society we realize that this episode is a little bit iffy because like ugh, what should i get from it 20 years from now <laughs> you know yeah um so at face value yes trip gets pregnant haha funny he behaves emotionally and irrationally and and then, you know, it's his fault for being a flirt. But when you dig into it, you realize that that is how, that is, as you said, they are portraying how how they think a woman behaves in that situation. That, oh, she's pregnant. She can't stop eating. She is emotional. She reacts, like, exaggerating everything. And it's her fault. And, yeah, it's kind of problematic. Yeah, like... At no point is his pregnancy taken seriously. It's always a joke. At no point are they like, oh shit, well, we, we actually might actually have to think about what we'll do if we have to raise a child here. But yet, even with the elevator, when Trip is talking about the handrails and the height and stuff, that again is played as a joke. Where actually, he's being very practical and 
you know, if it, if it had been played differently rather than him reacting to hormones, but him actually thinking, well, actually, I might have to plan for having a child here. That's a different episode, and that's a much better episode. Yeah, and also, his pregnancy is in his ribs. Mm-hmm. No one ever wonders what it would happen if the baby got too big for him to breathe. Like, you don't know if this is a parasitic kind of thing. Like, you don't know if it's a, like a praying mantis thing that the woman impregnates the male and then when the baby comes out alien style like through the chest he dies like you yeah. don't know that so it's like even with human pregnancies the the woman has a very high rate consider like considering that is a normal thing a natural thing that happens it's a high rate of dying and our bodies are designed for it so imagine if a male body if you just got a big lump on your side that would have been cause for a medical intervention because that could potentially threaten your life but because Mm -hmm. they're playing it like a joke like he messed up they're not even considering that and that's very weird to me that they they don't know how they reproduce they don't know how long the pregnancy lasts they don't know anything about it they don't know how dangerous it is for the fathers and it's never mentioned like oh your life could be at risk or the baby's life and even just the fact that, oh, he's growing these extra nipples, hilarious. But it's, we don't even know if this other race are mammals. They don't look like it. They have scales. They look reptilian. Yeah, exactly. So not, it's not explained why he'd grow extra nipples. Because it's funny, haha, extra nipples on your yeah, wrist. It's really weird. That's the reason. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah and as you were saying, the fact that Anel, I think is her name, the yeah, mother. I don't, I don't know. The child. The fact that she's like, oh, this is a game we play. When you think about it, that is actually very sinister. Yeah. Um, it doesn't come across as sinister because the the method or the, the game, as she calls it, is so simple and not invasive. So they, they can get away with that. But if that had been reversed and Trip had been like, oh, this is a game of wrestling that we play on humans when we like them. That's a completely different story. Yeah. Like, oh, let me just fuck you and impregnate you. But, oh, it's just a game. No worries. Nothing. You're a different species. I didn't know you could get pregnant right? like that. What? Imagine. <laughs> okay, okay, so imagine if it was the other way around and Trip actually did fuck her and she got pregnant with his baby. Somehow. Because she's not, I assume that she doesn't have a uterus or anything because pregnancies are carried by male males. So imagine, but imagine that somehow she got pregnant because magic of TV. That would have been such a different episode. Oh, I mean, yeah, Trip's getting kicked out of Starfleet, yeah. getting court-martialed, yeah. And, and if it was under the pretenses of, let's just play a game, this is a normal game yeah. we play. This is a normal thing. So presumably, conclusion, Anel is getting court-martialed when she goes home. I mean, I, 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 I doubt she is. I hope she is, but no. I, I doubt that she is. No, I doubt it. Yeah, it's where, where is the line then? Yeah, you'd wonder how her people feel about what she did. And that's yeah. never touched on. All that said, as you want to add, that the game they play does lead to one of the best lines in the episode and i believe i sent a screen grab of this to you the first time i watched it i think so which is when they first find out of trip's pregnancy and 
to Paul, who's not jealous at all, says to Trip, One of the first things a diplomat learns is not to stick his fingers where they don't belong. <laughs> Which is just amazing. <laughs> Her delivery is just so savage and cold. I love it. <laughs> um. Yes, so leaving the problematic aspect of the episode aside, let's pretend that we don't have any moral values and that it's fine to... And this episode imp- is hilarious. Yeah, that to impregnate people without their consent or knowledge or informed consent. Because, no, that is a very... Okay, parenthesis, I need to add this. <laughs> there is an important thing. He gave consent to play the game. Yeah. He didn't give, give informed consent because he didn't know that from the game he could get pregnant. And that is another thing that I don't think they even considered in the early 2000s. But now it's very important that informed consent is, for example, if I were to have sex with someone, I consented to that. However, if they had an an uh, kind of uh, STD or STI and I got it, that would be a not informed consent. And I'm not given all the information to make my decision based on all the information. Uh, so that would be considered rape. Even though I gave consent to fuck, I didn't give consent to fuck someone with an STD or an STI and the chances of me getting it. Imagine if I tricked you into having sex with me. I mean, I didn't trick you. Like, I was like, do you want to have sex with me? And you're like, okay. And then you you get chlamydia. And you come back to me and you're like, did you know that you have chlamydia and you gave it to me? And I said, yes. If you had known before having sex with me that I had chlamydia, you wouldn't have said yes. Yeah. So therefore your consent is not valid because you didn't have all the facts. It's the same as if a woman breaks the condom to get pregnant with him, with the, yeah. her, her boyfriend. He's not yeah. consenting to the possibility of pregnancy. So it's not informed consent. And it would be rape because you're not letting the other person 100% decide whether they want to have sex with you or to do anything with all the information presented to them. So in this case, let's ignore that he gave consent, but not informed consent. I think it's a very important distinction. And let's just pretend that we are sickos in the 2000s. Okay? Yeah. And let's enjoy okay. the episode as, at face value. Okay. Paul was so jealous. <laughs> Paul was so jealous the whole episode. Ever since he came back and they find out that he's pregnant and she's there, it's all downhill from there. <laughs> it's all downhill. It's yeah, crazy. It and it's so funny because of the quote that you said, but also at the end she's like, so I went through the database and this is the first record of a male human being pregnant. And I, oh, I'm yeah. like, I'm sure it would have you would have loved to impregnate him. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think that works yeah. for Vulcans, but like I I'm I'm sure you would have loved to be the one to impregnate him. Yeah. So yes, the tension is growing. It's a brewing and it's so funny. And Going back to the game as well, because there was another line here that in the context of the show, it makes sense. But knowing what we know about it and knowing that there is tension between, there is obviously a budding affection between Trip and Rommel. The line, it takes four hands to work. It's just very seductive and (laughs) she knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. It takes two to tango. 
yeah, it's a it's an iffy episode of Star Trek. Yes, and it's proof that Star Trek wasn't always ahead of the time. It was sometimes <laughs> just with the times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think no, but I think. Uh, socially, don't get me wrong, I was less than 10 years old when this came out, because I'm not sure mm-hmm. if it came out 2000, 2001, so I was like 6 or 7, so I don't know what the society was like, but I know that there was a lot of progress in regards to like single parenting started to be seen as a less less bad thing for the kid. Yeah. So maybe that's where they were trying to go, because they do mention like, oh, you're going to maybe have to think about you becoming a single parent. So maybe they were trying to put it in the perspective of, oh, a human male adopts baby alien, yeah. you know? And that would have worked if they went through with it and he had to keep the, the child and he became part of the Enterprise crew. But yeah, maybe that that is where they tried to be like ahead of the curve, but it didn't work. <laughs> Missed. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of the main plot line of, of this episode. Yeah. There's no kind of subplot. But I just wanted to comment on at the end when they find the Zerillion ship behind the Klingons. Mm-hmm. I feel like not it's not necessarily all Archer's fault, because I think Paul maybe could have warned him. But I think they should have kind of maybe predicted that the Klingon reaction to another ship in their tail might have been a bit aggressive. Yeah. Um, given especially how they only just hailed them and they shot at them. Yeah. This ship is like following them, interfering with their technology. I think they probably could have dealt with that a bit better. But I mean, obviously, they only had like, I think, 10, episodes, 10 minutes left in the episode. So Yeah, I don't think they could get into the intricacies of Klingon psychology. Yeah. So I think it was a good save by Tipol to be like, this man saved one of your kind, so shut the fuck up and help us. Oh, yes. And it also leads to, obviously, where the holotech is hinted at here. Yes. Which is exciting. And it does lead to the intentionally funniest line in the show, which by is when Reed? the Klingons are... Oh, no, okay. What? No, no, no. When the Klingons are in the holodeck at the end and the captain says, I can see my house from here. <laughs> which I love. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, sorry, hang on. Wait, back up. Reed said something funny this one? He, yeah. Episode? So when Trip comes back for the first time before he knows that he's pregnant. Yeah. They're discussing the holographic technology that they own. Uh-huh. And Reed's like If we had one of those on board, I can only imagine what it'd be useful. I don't know if they can recreate people with it. And Trip's like uh, I don't know if they can recreate people. So, yes, Trip is a fuckboy, uh-huh. but I think he's still a golden retriever. So he, I think he's a wannabe fuckboy. He's the, the fuckboy that flirts, but people are like, ah, he's trying. Mm. Reed is the nice guy. Like, oh, I'm a nice guy. Why do women always go for the bad guys when I'm a nice guy? But in reality, he's not a nice guy. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, he he yeah. knows what he wants and he knows, but not in a good way. Like, uh, he knows that, like, if, if he wants a woman, he's going to get the woman, even if the woman says no. That's the kind of man yeah. that he gave the impression of being like, oh, imagine if that technology was on board. 
Like, bitch, I, I tell you that you can literally see anything in the galaxy and you're like, oh, I want to fuck <laughs> hologram. Yeah. Yeah, Reed, Reed is the kind of guy who would tell an alien female, this is an innocent game of yes! wrestling that we play. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Um, this is not our hatred for Reed talking. This is objective. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But I did actually, I did make a comment about Reed. Reed has a problem because literally his first question to trip when he get back is so did you get a look at their weapons yeah and i know that reed is like head of security and weapons guy but surely they can develop his character so he's not just do you see their weapons 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 he's just all weapons yeah he's like a wannabe alpha male yeah. what we would describe now as a as an alpha male but like a wannabe because at the end of the day you're english you're tiny, <laughs> like he's not like a buffed, you know, like a big guy or anything. Like he's just trying to make up for what he lacks. So yeah, I think. I mean, is there anything else in this episode? You oh, I wanted to ask actually. Obviously, as a trip fan, yes. How do we feel about uh, Stubbly Trip? I like it. I've, I I've never been against a man with a stubble. So just checking, just checking. And um, I really wanted to try their water cubes. Yeah, I mean... I want to try those. They look good. I guess it's just gelatin. I mean, he definitely could have fed himself. Just saying. Yeah, but that's not sensual enough. <laughs> no, no, of course not. <laughs> you got a handsome man and an alien woman. You have to, like, make it spicy. Yeah, of course. But, yeah, is there anything else you wanted to um, to mention about this episode? I mean, the title... The title is Unexpected. Yeah. And honestly, I think it's very fitting for... I don't think they expected this episode to age this poorly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think so. Uh, no. So, yeah, no, I don't I don't know if I, w- I would add anything else. I think it's a pretty cut and dry episode. Yeah. I think um, last week we discussed how... That episode was a very, uh, very classic Star Trek episode, very yes. sci-fi, but it was a series where this is definitely one of those attempts at a lighter episode, and it didn't. I think we're both agreed it didn't quite work this time. No, 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 I don't think it did. Which is a shame. Again, if they would have been, if you, I don't think you can make an unwanted pregnancy a light topic mm, i don't know maybe maybe if we ever do one of our uh spin-off episodes we can watch that 90s movie where arnold schwarzenegger gets pregnant and we can we can judge for ourselves i don't think i've watched that before i don't think i've ever seen a, an Ar- arnold schwarzenegger movie wow <laughs> huge true um so on the the hollow technology yes. we, i mentioned this to you in the whatsapp and I don't know if you deliberately kind of didn't reply to it, but I'm <laughs> curious because have you ever seen an episode of Star Trek with the holodeck? Because my understanding is that in the original series, there is no holodeck and the holodeck is very much a thing that was introduced in the next generation. Um, I don't know if when I started watching a few episodes of the next generation, those episodes contained the holodeck. Maybe I am... But probably did. But 
my okay so my knowledge of the holodeck is you know in community yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's that yeah so you know in community when they build their holodeck in their house that's how my image of the holodeck in action i mean that that's exactly what it is and actually i watched community before having watched star trek so i didn't oh. get that reference when i watched community okay yeah. i hadn't watched the star trek that it was in so it's, mm. it was also like okay and then at, at some point i i learned about the holodeck and that's when i was like so that makes much more sense thank you and also any star trek references in uh popular media it's a welcome it's a, it's a welcome thing for me because i think it's underappreciated yeah yeah um i'm looking forward to watching those episodes with you because i think suffice it to say reed was not wrong oh oh <laughs> spoilers <laughs> spoilers so yeah that'll, that, that'll be fun but i do find it interesting that they introduced it so early here knowing that there was like such a big time gap between when it actually does become a thing in starfleet i guess it's just like it's a nice little yeah it's like listen we didn't come up with this information this technology these people had it before yeah and they didn't even get it from those people because the klingons did but enterprise didn't take it yeah, maybe they just took the inspiration from it. Yeah, maybe. It does make sense because the room where the thing happened had hollow walls. <laughs> the incident. The incident, the unexpected, had hollow walls because holo holographic is when something reflects all the spectrum of light depending on where you look at it. And the walls were hollow, so I'm like, holodeck! <laughs> Literally! Yeah. So, yeah, I think that is all that we have to say about this episode. Yeah, I think we've covered all of it, really. Or should I say, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning up for this week's episode of Pod Me Up, Scotty. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you agree with our views, because otherwise you're problematic. I'm sorry, that is the truth. <laughs> Um, so we'll see you when we see you and follow us on our social media at podmeapscuddy. It's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you want us to be, we'll be there. Thank you so much. Bye. Scotty, come in. Ready to beam up. Beam us up home. Yeah, I think we've, I think we've covered... All of it, really. Uh, or should I say, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I'll cut that. <laughs> no, you leave that. Or maybe I'll you just, leave it. No, no, do you know what I'll do? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to take one of your laughs from earlier and put it there. <laughs> <laughs> that no. one, that's the one. <laughs> no, do not. Do not play with my emotions. <laughs>